0: Turning to entertainment news,
1: this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and
0: pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071
1: and, and what have you learned, learned, learn Danny
0: learned. Aiello passed away last Thursday after a brief illness. He was 86 years old. Uh, his most memorable movies were Moonstruck, Do the Right Thing, Once Upon oh. a Time in America, The Purple Rose of Cairo. You know this actor, right?
3: Yes. He used yes. to play like
0: a tough guy, kind of rough and tumble. Uh, And if you don't,
3: everybody, if you saw My Talkers, you would know exactly who it is. Great
0: character actor. Really great. At 86, boy, I just... He looked young. Yeah, absolutely. That's just crazy to me. Okay, you know, there are a lot of lists right now coming out because it's the end of the decade. Technically, it would be the end of next. uh, 2020 would be the end of the decade, but who's counting? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker beat out Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio um, once upon a time in Hollywood. took the number two... Spot. This is an IMDb list, and it's the best movies of... This is just 2019. Uh, so, they combine uh, the rating, the highest rating combined with IMDb page views. So, okay. it's just their own rating system. You can go in an IMDb and rate uh, movies in there. Number three uh, was Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, and It Chapter 2 tied for fourth. Oh. So... There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Styles doesn't understand why people need to know about his sexuality. He says, quote, it's not a case of I'm not telling you because I don't want to tell you. It's not, ooh, this is mine, not yours. It's who cares? Does that make sense? It's just who cares? I love that statement. It's,
3: I do, too. It's Pretty
0: exactly much exactly what you said, Stephanie, in the six o'clock hour. Yep, yep, yeah. yep.
3: I mean, I would proudly welcome him into the community, but I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, right.
3: He can sit by, he can sit by he me at headquarter on over meetings. Any time. Right. Yes. anytime. <laughs>
0: yes. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app at mytalk1071.com.
1: That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts
0: at the top of every hour and
1: at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071.
3: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Don McClain, special guest star Stephanie Hansen, and beginning a whole new era here. The one and only Kenny is back, everybody, that's right. We're so thrilled. Telling you how backed up 35 is. (laughs) What a nightmare 494 is.
0: Apocalyptic gridlock is my favorite phrase that he says. And when he screams about
3: car fires. (laughs) And calling (laughs) He gets really excited about a car fire. Yeah,
0: Always
2: likes a good fire.
3: Well, I mean, I always crack up. Oh, the cats. I always crack up with in L.A. Because my friend Haley works at the Fox station there. And LATV loves a good police chase. Oh my goodness, they will break into programming for a police chase. <laughs> we just don't have that many around here, but there. Oh, it's like it's like a cat with catnip. They love it.
2: It reminds me of the epic OJ chase.
3: Yeah. Oh, god. There's something. Yeah, the remember that? Yeah. That absolutely. was great stuff. Yeah.
2: That was fine entertainment. Was sitting at Buka that night. Oh, you were at Buka? I was at Buka. And you know how you had to wait like a long time to sit down there? It was like an hour and a half wait usually. They had these gigantic glasses of wine. So I think we were in like our second gigantic glass of wine when all of a sudden the white Bronco was driving down the LA freeway and the helicopters. And it's like, O.J. Simpson, who'd thought about him in forever?
3: Mm. Yeah. And then there he was. He was. I was at my papa's house. I was at uh, Betty and Earl's house and we turned it on and there's Barbara Walters. And (laughs) there's, uh, this is a little inside baseball, but it always cracks me up because Barbara or no, Peter Jennings was on with Oprah a couple years after this. And he told this story that uh, Kenny will love this too. Any, anybody that is likes old school television, you'll get a kick out of this. And it's the only light thing you can discuss In terms of that story, but it was—if you remember—everybody they broke into programming and they followed that Bronco forever. I mean, it seemed like four hours, yeah. But it was a slow, a slow speed, basically chase through the highways of LA, leading uh, to Brentwood. And Barbara and Peter Jennings (laughs) were on the air for hours. And if you're doing live TV like that, you know, the pros make it look easy because you have to just fill time. You you, got to fill time and you got to you got to talk about theories and you got to talk about background on the subject. And those two pros, I mean, they were there at the top of their game. I mean, for ABC News, it didn't get bigger than Peter Jennings and, and Barbara Walters. And here they were, and Peter was telling Oprah in this interview a couple years later, he goes, It was one of the only times in his broadcasting career where he had nothing to say, and he kept volleying back to Barbara. (laughs) He would go, Well, that's it. Barbara, anything, <laughs> and and then Barbara, Barbara would look at him like, "Oh, you bohole Like you know, you're don't don't toss it over to me. I don't have anything to say. So Peter had they, they did a little they did a little uh, um, collage, a little montage of Peter tossing it back over to Barbara because he had oh, yeah. nothing to say. <laughs> Barbara, Barbara, anything, <laughs> Barbara? Because you know, you do. You run out of crap to say, and and especially that you're just watching a bronco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all you're doing. I remember the chopper shot. It's like, oh, okay, um, and we didn't know a lot then. Think about that. That day, we didn't know much at all. We
0: we're like, why is he running?
3: Yep. Yeah. That was the. Did big he do question. it? Did he not do it? Oh, I mean, that was the beginning ship. of that mm-hmm. story. So there wasn't a lot of tentacles. For those two broadcasters to jump on, it was just well. Look at that Bronco. Is that a, is that an eighty seven Bronco, Peter? Is that a is that a ninety? That is That's hard. Just, yeah, I never really thought
2: about that. My the commentary. tap dancing, yeah, yeah, and just you're live and you're trying to make stuff up.
3: Hmm. And you you gotta fill it. You, you gotta fill the time. Uh, it is 8.09, everybody. And, uh, Don, do we have the big fat movie review? Now, I don't even know how to search for stuff okay. on this computer. You gotta, I got to learn how to do that. Go to the library.
0: That. There's a I don't even know where there.
3: There's a, oh, there's a, is
0: this a show there's, meeting on the air. It's yeah. a show meeting on big the air. Big fat movie review. Here, let me. Uh, okay, we have that. Um, let me take this away. Hold on. I need another wall. I think I need, I need another- to fill some time here.
3: No, I love yeah, this. Fill some time. talking about no, socks. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even have a big fat bar. I love that. Okay, I gotta let get me a, move I gotta, it
0: because I can't play it from here. I have to go. Whoop, oh, this is all great! Right. and Th- here, here we go. go.
3: How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. So I finally saw Frozen Two last night at, at Imagine Theater, Sands Blanket, and um and. I obviously goes without saying. I'm a I'm a Disney guy. I love Disney, um, but it's important to you know I don't love all Disney movies. I mean, I didn't like Bugs Life. Um, oh there's my an gosh, I
2: love that movie!
3: No. Really, it's my one of my least favorite Pixar movies. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I don't like
3: Dumbo. You know, I don't love Pocahontas. What what are you?
2: What What is happening? That movie. Come on, just
0: move on to the movie. She's going to lose her mind. You just no. cry.
3: Well, that's why I don't want to cry over an elephant. Oh. So, no. And I didn't, I didn't like uh, Hunchback in Notre Dame. And I didn't. Um, Colin hates when I say this, but I didn't like Hercules. I didn't like the, most of the 2000s. <laughs> the music of, was of,
2: good in Hercules.
3: Yeah, it was. Yeah, the muses were great. Colin, I've, I've switched on that. But anyway, so Frozen 2. I enjoyed Frozen 1. I'm obviously not the target market you know how I say, I don't think adults should ever review kids' movies because they're for kids. <sighs> Having said that, this movie is very convoluted. <laughs> I still don't know what I saw. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I, Colin had to we were driving home, and I had to, he had to kind of he's now seen it twice. He kind of had to explain to me what I saw. Now, my buddy Shane said this from the Jason show. She brought her daughter, Karis, uh, to the media screening. And she came into work the next day. I said, so what did you think of Frozen 2? She's like, I don't know what that was. She goes, it was hard to follow as an adult. And she asked uh, Karis what it was about. And Karis, her little girl, couldn't really recite what it was about. And it's just, I, I don't know. It's about these enchanted woods and a dam and Anna and Elsa's grandfather who, I, I don't know. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I, I don't want to give everything away. <laughs> so but, you didn't like it. <laughs> um, now I will say uh, act two was rough for me. Rough. I almost got to the point where I thought, ooh, I am going to have to rip this tomorrow morning. Act three and four saved it. I kind of got wrapped up in the emotion. Um, The snowman got eaten by a moose, and then I cried. I'm just joking. That didn't happen. <laughs> but I'm <just> saying.
0: Olaf! Olaf! <laughs> I, to-
3: I wanted to freak out people. No, Olaf. Um, No, I... I-, I- It saved it a little bit, but not entirely. Number one is far superior in both plot and in music. I I thought, oh, maybe the music will save it. No. Um, Most of the songs, to me, are forgettable. Now, it doesn't have the advantage of time like Frozen 1 does. I mean, who doesn't know let it go? But to me, there are no big... Let It Go songs in Frozen 2. They tried with this song called Into the Unknown. I'll play a little bit of it here. I don't think it works, though. But here, here's a little bit of it.
1: I'm not where I'm meant to be.
0: Every day it's a little harder. As I feel my power glow. Don't you know there's part of me that loves
3: make two little f- notes here first Colin told me that he enjoyed it much better the second time and I have a feeling that may be the case for me listening to this song now I liked it more than I did yesterday so maybe it is a movie that I need repeat viewing for but my initial, my initial thought of Frozen 2 was a little bit of a disappointment I'm giving it a B minus and I really really wanted to love it but I did not so I don't yeah. know.
2: B minus is all right.
3: B minus is all right. And and I'll end how I began. I'm not a seven year old girl, though I act like it at times.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I, I I this. I'm not the target market for this, but I did talk to the target market, Shane's daughter, and she was confused. Hmm. <laughs> she wasn't <laughs> sure what the plot was. So I don't know. There we go. It took a Frozen long time two.
0: to make this. It seems like every fan of the
3: first one has grown
0: up now. <laughs> well,
3: right? yeah, they're they're in college now. Yeah, <laughs> it's circle. Like, <laughs> but I look, I'm glad they did that. I want them to, you know, firmly wrap their hands around a great story. I, they did. I mean, it's a it's a very deep story. I just think a lot of it goes over would go over the heads of children. Yeah. I don't know if they would they fundamentally understand the themes thematically what's happening in the movie. Maybe they don't need to. Maybe they just need to see Olaf and the reindeer uh, Sven, not Sungard, the the <laughs> The reindeer and and everything's good. Maybe that's all you need. I don't know. This is what we need right now for you to call Dawn to be weaved. It'll be unbelievable. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Are you having strange dreams and you don't know what it means? 651-641-1071. Please, as you call Dawn, be as concise as humanly possible. And please keep in mind, too, you'll have to hang on through the Dirt Alert, which happens next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good
1: morning. Happy Monday.
3: Happy Monday.
1: Boy, the Hallmark Channel has been making a lot of headlines over the weekend. If you have been checking out, we'll check you back in. So the Hallmark Channel says that it will now reinstate ads that depicted a same-sex wedding. And is now apologizing for the wrong decision. I mean, Hallmark Channel, what in the world (laughs) are you doing? So here's what um, Mike Perry, the president and CEO of Hallmark, had to say. The Crown media team has been agonizing over this decision as we've seen the hurt it has unintentionally caused. Said simply, they believe this was the wrong decision. Our mission is rooted in helping all people connect, celebrate traditions, and be inspired to capture meaningful moments in their lives. Anything that detracts from this purpose is not who we are. So the ads are from the wedding planning website Zola. And they first appeared on the Hallmark Channel on December 2nd. And they show couples getting married. And many of the couples in the ad are same-sex females. They're standing at the altar and wondering if their guests would have arrived on time and bought them better gifts had they used Zola. a lot of meaning behind these ads and um you know the couple's kiss and blah 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 well one million moms lost their minds published a petition urging hallmark to no longer air the ads and hallmark caved
2: right. yeah what
1: caved. do you say
2: what do you say uh, who's leading the ship over there right right, right. Yeah,
3: because look i am grateful that they reversed course. I'm, I'm not going to overly nitpick. I, I'm glad that they quickly owned it, in my opinion, for celeb stories like this. they This didn't go on for a week. They owned it. They recalibrated. They apologized. Boom. I will say, though, I, it would be disingenuous if I didn't say that honestly in my heart. It does make me a little sad that they had to wait for Twitter outrage to do the right thing, right? That they didn't do the right thing at the beginning, for sure. Which is to just stay the course and to and to bat away aging intolerance that hopefully is falling by the wayside more and more every year. Well, and the fact not, that they, they bow yes. to
1: discrimination. I mean, yes, really they did. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yes, it's a discriminatory way of looking at things.
3: But I'm not going to continue to beat them up. They've appo- You know what I mean. I'm grateful that they did this. Now the next step is I think they should be more. If they walk the walk and talk the talk, be more inclusive now in your programming. Yeah, that's I mean, what they said. Yeah, yeah. That's they what need they that they're going to do. Yes.
1: I and you know what I think you're giving them a lot of grace by being grateful for them. Yes. For them, and because Jason, I frankly do not think that you should have to be grateful for people doing the right thing and not discriminating against Thank you.
2: Thank you. I'm over here just, like, seething mad still. Yeah. Still. Oh, I'm so mad.
3: I know, I'm but mad. You're but i are giving them I, a lot
2: of grace that, uh, I, I mean... Grace is deserved. Like, do the right thing. How hard yeah. is it to just see someone as a human being?
3: Believe me. I encounter this all the time, so... I am grateful when the grace is given a couple days. <laughs> a couple days. I <laughs> yeah. just, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, 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 again, I'll just go back to what I said. I, I I just wished it didn't take Twitter outrage to force them to do the right thing. I wish they would have just done the right thing because it's the right thing to do that it, they didn't have to reverse course. Well, it's their just course. so odd,
1: too. I mean, what what's their what's the problem here? I mean, this ad every company that runs ads, mine and yours included, right? looks at the ads before they're aired. It was okay yes. to be on the air. Every yes, it was. ad is screened to make sure that it is in line with whatever the company's values are, to make sure it's appropriate. There are lots of ads that are not okayed to be on television for well, yeah, station I, management. And so it was okayed, and then it was like one million... I mean, how many petition? There's a petition against everything.
3: No, there is. Go to
1: change.org, we would have the entire world shut down. I mean...
3: <laughs> yeah. I, true. I, and the, old, you know, the, 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 the framing of me and people like me is, quote, controversial. As I said to Stephanie and, and Kenny and Dawn earlier... You know, uh, Hallmark didn't find me and my family controversial when we're forking out $7 for one of their cards, you know, at a mall. I know. know. So you're good enough to spend your money. You're good enough to watch your TV shows. Yeah,
1: you're right. And we have so many bigger fish to fry. I watched the show Broken on the plastic that's taking over our world, and I haven't been able to sleep for three days. It's on Netflix. It's called Broken.
3: Oh, Oh, really? If you
1: want to really just get yourself into a situation where you're stressed about everything around you, watch that. I watched Greta Thunberg's speech. How was that? Uh, she's the
2: time uh, yeah, person of the, of the year, year. Mm-hmm. and I just felt for her. She's so upset about climate change, and I was like, I need to be more upset.
1: I, know. I need to watch the show, Elizabeth. We uh, need to be carrying bamboo utensils in our purse. I'm looking at everything plastic at my home and just being like, oh my gosh, how can I stop the single use plastic? I mean, Let alone
2: the styrofoam that people still try to pedal off in yeah. their coffee cups. I
1: know. I know, guys. I'm with you. I'm going to start wearing green every day to protest. <laughs> I really am so stressed. Green linen.
3: I'm- I'm I'm right now wearing recyclable underwear. I'm just letting everybody. It's made of bamboo. It's so good.
1: The problem is you're gonna watch this and you're gonna be like recycling is a sham and it doesn't work. No. And no. So now here we are. Now Kenny and I are I was both counting on is nothing.
3: Yep. I bought Kenny some bamboo underwear too. We're I'm t- both. I'm trying to save water, so I'm just not washing <laughs> mine. That's great. <laughs> Way to go, Kenny. Doing my part. That's so good.
1: Um, Okay, Harvey (laughs) Weinstein, here's somebody else that can enrage you. He uh, whined to the Post in an interview that he should be remembered for doing more professionally for women than anyone in history. He said um, he once gave Mm. Gwyneth Paltrow a lucrative contract, and he feels like the forgotten man. He said, I made more (sighs) movies directed by women and about women than any other filmmaker, and I'm talking about 30 years ago. I'm not talking about now when it's Vogue. I did it first. I pioneered it.
3: It all got eviscerated because
1: of what happened. My work has been forgotten. Um, Because
2: of what happened, you misogynist creep. Rapist. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Why don't you truly become the forgotten man and just go away?
1: Isn't that crazy?
2: (laughs) It is crazy. And Archives. he's going to get a $25 million settlement for his victims and pay nothing out of pocket. All the insurance Disgusting. companies.
1: Yep, there you go, my friends.
3: Two opportunities to love Elizabeth. Best to the nest on Podcast One with Marjorie. And today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. When we return, everybody, it's unbelievable. Dawn will dreamweave your weave or weave your dreams when we return. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk World 71, everything entertainment, everything Kenny. I'm Jace with Don McLean, Stephanie Hansen and Kenny's back. Thanks for being here. We so appreciate it. Little Harry Connick Jr. getting us in the mood. Where's he been? Um, he's been tour. You know, he wrapped up his talk show. Okay, yeah. And uh, then he went on tour. Okay. So he's been around the country. Nice guy. Gosh, I love him. He's such a nice man. So handsome. He is. And you know what? I I love trumpeting this. He was um he was such a cheerleader for our show for the Jason show. Oh. Um he anytime he was in Minneapolis, you know, when you're a star like Harry, you don't have to do local shows like ours, and he always always came on and Always, like in studio, not just satellite. He would always come in studio, even if his agents told him he didn't need to to do our show. He always came in and he's just the nicest guy in person. Yeah. And would spend a lot of time with our crew taking every picture. I I thoroughly he's a good man. He's just a good, good man. So, um, Don, I do not have the Dreamweaver open either. I do. You will look at you.
0: Yeah. Okay, you ready, guys? I'm ready. Let's do it.
3: What did you tell me about your dream? I
0: was, I was back in high school, in high school. and it was, was supposed I was to take a, take a test. test. I
3: was making it work again.
0: I was, I was driving, driving my, car my car, and I couldn't control, control it. it. Then I fell, I fell off, off a cliff, cliff, cliff with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamer,
3: die. Dreamer, die. Get your dream journal ready, because Dawn went to the School of Metaphysics, and now that education is coming in handy for you with Dreamweaver Dawn. We have five people standing by. We have Lori, John, Jean, Carol, and Grace. Dawn, take it away.
0: Okay. We've got Lori on the phone with us. Lori, can you tell us about tell us about your dream? Are you there, Lori?
3: Dawn, you're sound. Oh, Dawn, I'm hearing you. Uh, Something's weird.
0: We have weird, weird sounding. Yeah, I sound like a robot.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm hearing myself back.
0: Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Let me try something real quick. Hold on.
3: Hi, Stephanie.
0: Hi, Chase. Do you remember
2: your dreams?
3: I do. Okay, that's good. I had a dream about you once.
0: (laughs) Hey, no, it wasn't good, or I was doing something weird. You know what? I, I recall, um, let me just pop on the air here. I'm afraid the thing that I would have to do to fix this is going to drop all these calls. Okay. So I think what I'll do is I'll just read their dreams. Great. Guys, so if you're hanging on the listen phone, in. you will hear. If you want to disconnect, you can just listen through your radio. Uh, this is a message to Lori, John, Jean, Carol, and Grace. How about that? Got it. I'll have to reset the phone. So there was a, I think, a snafu this weekend with phones as well. So we'll just oh, do perfect. it this way today. Okay.
3: So you know all their dreams anyway, oh, I right? I sure
0: do, yes. Okay. Perfect. And they were all very concise. Thank you. So we'll start with Lori. Lori had a dream uh, that she went to this big event like the X Games uh, and. She was purchasing, there were workout suits and, and uh, costumes, things to wear at the X Games. Whether or not she was performing at the X Games, I'm not sure. But um, she got herself uh, this workout suit, and it had this flashlight with it. And it was a blue flashlight. Uh, but the flashlight kept breaking and she felt like she kept trying to get this flashlight to work again so if you're dreaming about exercise or you know the X Games I know is more than that but in general an event that has to do with physical movement and the body that has to do with your mental dexterity so Lori you're dreaming about your ability to move from different areas of mind to the next and to be able to wear several different hats in your life um and also it involves building your will. Uh, a light of any sort is the um, your awareness. Okay, so the light of awareness. You are bringing to light. There are certain things that you want to bring to light with your personality. And you were having problems doing that. Huh. So this Ooh. mental dexterity and building your will, there were moments where you really had to force yourself to do that. And that can be this holiday season something that's definitely relatable to a lot of people so that is what you were dreaming about Lori
3: Oh, that's That's
0: impressive
2: Dawn okay she's so good I know she is I just (laughs) sit here stunned every week just
0: like wow this is so cool okay John has a pretty exciting dream Um, in the dream he was trying to call 911 and couldn't make the call go through so John has a bit of telepathy that he might not be aware of he is able to receive and send thoughts to other people Oh. And and um I think we That's all have a little excellent. bit of this you know whenever you're thinking the same thing at the same time as Kurt right mind about yeah. yeah so um so john has the ability to do that um but in the moment whatever he was dreaming about there was some type of a problem that he was trying to warn himself about and he wasn't able to warn himself in time like maybe he had to deal with something in his life uh, yeah. or a certain person and he was trying to he kind of felt like he was taken off guard and he couldn't make that connection hmm. okay um, let's move on to Jean. Jean was back at a former job that, by the way, she mentioned was very toxic. Um. <laughs> and while this is, I love this one because things happen that are so weird in dreams. This is what attracted me to learning about this. While she was at her former toxic job, she bit two people. I'm. Just, uh, <laughs> she bit them in the dream. Uh, okay, oh, <laughs> so. Uh,
3: uh, Okay. just
0: want to remind you Jean that any other person in your gene that you're dreaming about you are dreaming about a part of yourself so even if you don't know who the person is um, it's a part of you that you that you are unfamiliar with if you can't see their face but I would say that there were habits that you brought or there were parts of you that were toxic the day that the day before you dreamed this and you didn't like that so you wanted to threaten that type of behavior within yourself and go get back like for instance yelling at someone in the movie theater right (laughs) losing (laughs) your mind yes (laughs) behavior so there's a couple of there are a couple of things that you did that you were trying to make that person go back into yourself so i would just review that within yourself okay
3: wow i just love the biting part i do too i
0: just love that it's like a a toddler yeah
3: yeah it's been a while since i bit somebody (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, moving on to Carol. Uh, Carol had a dream that she was in a house, and this house kept developing all this mold and mildew, Ooh. and it was fat, It was spreading really fast. And her husband came along in the dream, and he was trying to clean this up, but he just wasn't quick enough. It just kept spreading. Okay, so this has to do with you are in a frame of mind that you feel like was um, not in your control. So... Maybe you were in a store shopping for gifts and you were feeling very negative about people around you. That is a mental frame of mind that you don't want to be in, that which is reflected in the house, and you feel like it's sort of you have out-of-control thoughts. And you bring your husband in because that's your subconscious mind. When we bring our conscious and subconscious minds together, we can create new things, and you can dig deep into the part of yourself that can... You know, you're, you're trying to help yourself out to get out of this yeah. mental state. Like basically. the husband, who is really her, is trying to clean it up. That's right. She had to bring that part of herself Got in, and, and she felt like she just couldn't manage it. Okay, last one here. We're going to move on to Grace. Uh, Hi, Grace. Grace, in the dream, she had a big event coming. And at this event, it was her and some other people, and they were asked to sing. And they were creating this chorus. And she was asked to sing on pitch. They would say, give me an A. And she would have to sing an A note. Okay? Just off the top of her head. Now, we know people that can do this. My best friend is one of them. But most people can't do that. No. Okay? I was no. feeling terrified for her. Right. Okay. So, um, and she's not a singer in real life. Uh, but she was able to do it in the dream. And I told her this is such a great dream. The reason why is at first she had a little croak that would come out and then she would just sing the note perfectly. So this has to do with creating harmony in your life. Not only are you that person that's saying grace, but all the other people in the chorus are also you. And you had a moment the day before where you, everything was clicking. You were creating harmony with other people. You were living in the moment. You might've been feeling the Christmas spirit or maybe you were even at, uh, you know, At an event of your own, and everything just seemed to flow and work, and that's because you allowed yourself to bring all parts of you together to create harmony. Oh,
3: all right. Well, there we go. Harmony. Yeah. Don did that with no phones. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Don. Way to go. During this
0: commercial break, I'll reset him in case Ryan has to uh, take some calls,
3: which I'm sure he will. That little creep. (laughs) That little creep, as Kitty calls him, little creep. Uh, Hey, guys, uh, the holidays are here. The Listener Rewards Treasure Chest wants to help. Enter to win a $200 gift card to any Marriott Bonvoy hotel property for winter staycation, plus movie passes. So, and a free pie from Baker Square. Go to Listener Rewards at MyTalk1071.com for more. We'll be back after this.
1: Listen wherever you are, whenever you want, with the MyTalk app live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket download today at mytalk1071.com keyword app
0: we love this right so nothing's ever gonna move it when the bones are good the rest don't matter yeah the pain could peel the glass could shatter let it work
3: in the morning on my seven 71 everything entertainment everything back up on 35w I'm Jace with Don McLean and Stephanie Hansen and Kenny's here as well don't forget to listen to garage logic for more of Kenny <laughs> and who doesn't want for Christmas more of Kenny in their stocking I mean right
0: yes yes he's gone now of course he's, he's gone now traffics so.
3: Oh, he's gone. Okay. Hey, uh, speaking of podcast, don't forget, it just dropped about uh, 45 minutes ago, the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. This one is about New Year's Eve at Walt Disney World, specifically Epcot, which is where we spend New Year's Eve. And I tell the famous story of why I was in a, uh, why I almost had to hide behind a bush. uh,
2: In the shrub.
3: In the shrubberies.
2: Oh, yeah. That <laughs> That's is, a good story,
0: wow. too. That was a good
3: story. <laughs> so, yeah, I posted the... If you haven't seen the picture, I posted it on the Two Fairy Godfathers Instagram account. So go there right now to search for Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram, and you will see a reenactment, a dramatic a dramatic reenactment of me almost... Um, Going number two in a bush, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it almost happened on New Year's Eve a couple years ago because what we talk about is the fact that in this episode, we break down. i, I, I if you've never been there, I can't properly describe to you the sea of humanity that ascends onto the property. I mean, it's like a hundred thousand people in one park, yeah. And there's a line, I, I was just listening to a little bit of our episode, there is a line for everything. And I mean that. There's a line for water, there's a line for buying anything, and there's a line for the restroom. And you need to plan ahead, and I did not plan ahead because I was naive and thinking, oh, <laughs> there are never lines for the men's room, only the the women's room. Well... I was horribly mistaken, (laughs) horribly mistaken, and it led to almost one of the most embarrassing moments of the last five years. So I tell that story. So download TFG wherever you find your new, uh, it's available on podcast one and Apple podcasts and Spotify too. So that was one of my
2: favorite New Year's Eves was when we were at Epcot.
3: Oh, it's, it was so festive. It is. And you get 13 different New Year's because of the world showcase. Yep.
0: Oh, fun!
3: Yeah, you celebrate. The fireworks go off all throughout the day. Oh. So as so as that particular country celebrates New Year's Eve, you get a fireworks display, and then um and I have a clip of it in this episode of TFG. Um, then the announcer, it's so fun. I'm I never describe it un- well enough, but after the final country goes at about eleven fifty our time, uh. The show starts and the announcer comes on all the booming speakers around the park and she goes, and now it's our turn. And they go around and some more fireworks go off on the roof of each pavilion all around World Showcase. And then, yeah, she comes on. She goes, and now it's our turn. Ten, nine. And they count down. And when the fireworks go off you feel the ground rumbling. You get chills. You you do. You get chills. I mean, it looks like two o'clock in the afternoon. There are so many fireworks. It's astounding. I brought B. B. Arthur came with us last year and she thought I was just being Jason and oh yeah, it's not going to be that. We looked at each other and she's like, wow. You know, and that woman, you know, she exhibits two emotions a year. So, I mean, the fact that she felt that way, yeah, it was fantastic. We traumatized
2: our little child at that fireworks show because she was, well, she was little. Oh. And the fireworks were going off and she was not liking it. Yeah. And so, oh, I mean, we put a blanket over her head. But other than that, even walking out of the park, it still takes you, you know, 25 minutes. Yeah. yeah and she was crying and no more booms <laughs>
3: no more booms like
0: oh,
2: <laughs> oh gosh yeah it was she still, she was little, but she was like, Remember that time you took me to Disney World and ruined me for fireworks? <laughs> oh,
3: no, my goodness.
2: I said, yeah, just put that down on your list of therapy topics. Exactly. There's about 25.
3: <laughs> hey, tomorrow on the show, a variety of things. We didn't get to it, but it's the countdown uh, to Sky- Rise of Skywalker. Dawn and I will be seeing it tomorrow afternoon. Dawn's going to tell you the 10 moments you should watch before this new movie. Plus, what was it like filling in for Alexis at a crafting event? We didn't get to it today. Don will tell you tomorrow. I just, oh, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, oh, and then man. I have a, I have a just saying about graffiti. I'm all worked up over something that I saw this weekend. It just bothers me so much. So uh, that and more coming up tomorrow. Uh, do we have Donna or Steve or Steve or Donna nope. or anyone here? No, nope. no? Okay. They're just in uh, the
2: Beverly Hillbillies house taking a tour.
0: Oh, right. oh, that's right,
3: because it was sold to yeah. Lachlan, my boss, Lachlan Murdoch.
0: Yes, he bought, bought that Beverly Hills oh. Mansion from the TV show for $150 million. Yeah,
2: that's a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. they just kind of wandered in. Yeah. They're taking their time. Donna's putting on her lipstick.
3: Oh, she doesn't need makeup for radio, but okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yes, she she does. Does. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. She looks great. She always looks beautiful. Yeah.
2: Steve looked really good at the holiday party.
3: Oh, that's nice of you to say. Until
2: you told me that your whole family was home vomiting, and I had you know, to like back away ten steps.
3: I have to tell you, I came across so many people at the holiday party. That's why I, I didn't go. I, said,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: never see you there, Jason. What no, I don't. I, I don't do those. Okay, things. that's fine. <laughs> um, everyone that I said, oh yeah, my wife, she's home sick. We had the flu in our house. Without, I think it was involuntary. <laughs> Their muscles just retract, and then they step two to three steps back from yep. me. I was like. I'm I assuming Nobody wants here. to
2: get sick this time of year. No, I ran right to the restroom and washed my hands after touching yes. you.
3: Carrier <laughs> monkey. Yeah, that's carrier how monkey. I told Mr. I, I was sitting with Mr. <laughs> Hubbard and I told Mr. Hubbard, he, I said, well, my wife is homesick and we have the, the flu is in our house. He started asking about specific symptoms and then we elbow bumped. I was like, okay, well, I'm fired. Good night, Irene. You were
2: sitting at the head table. That's a very easy table to sit at. He's so laid back. You know, no, we weren't invited to sit at that yeah, table. Yeah, the captain's table. <laughs> so All it's right. not so easy. Yes. I don't know why I Donna was over with me in the cheap seats. Yep. <laughs> cheap we'll
0: be seats. fine.
3: <laughs> we'll be fine. Go out there and be yourself, everybody, because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Don?
0: That's right. You be you. Unless you're a terrible person, please change by tomorrow. Thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. It's a beautiful day.